Happy February, everybody. We made it. It's your girl, Keisha, with Put Your Phone Down Podcast. I'm up in the middle of the morning, um, and I just had a word on me. And I think I'm going to title this The Leaders of the New School. If I don't, then you'll find out what the title is when I finish. But uh, I just thought that I would let my listeners know first and foremost I uh need to thank the people that have been sharing my um podcast who have been in my inbox cheering for me to go on you know um shout out to all of y'all it's it's been me hopping back on and pretty much trying to be consistent so I'm going to say this at the beginning thank you everyone and also if you have a business that you would like to for me to sponsor please hit me up y'all um i'm always trying to support people it doesn't always come back but that's okay it's really about the word support so if you have a business if you're thinking about starting a business Hit me up, please, and we can do this. So let's get into what I'm thinking about at about five o'clock in the morning. Um, a while ago, I walked into a store and there was a woman who approached me. We just got into a really old school conversation, you know, talking about the heyday, talking about just whatever. You know how it is when you bump into complete strangers, but the conversation is well needed. This person doesn't know you, but they're a messenger for something that's probably been, you know, troubling you or whatever. So as we began to talk, we talked about old jobs, the experiences that we learned And I was telling her about a job that I had a while ago and the supervisor was hell on wheels, you know. Um, But in my mind, I decided I'm going to block this out. I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to make my money, you know. But the more I prayed about the situation, the the more was shown to me. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. We Don't you get like that sometimes where you pray for something and you see it, but then you question what you pray? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But the situation became so heavy that everything I started to pray for was being revealed to me either through sight or through someone else's experiences. You know, with this particular job, Um, I didn't go in gossiping or anything like that. I mostly just stayed to myself and tried to get better knowledge of the job with the lack of training that I had. Oh, yeah, that's some shade. Okay, so I went into the job pretty much wanting to train myself. But my supervisor at the time um, was really big into gossip. She was really big into misdirecting um, whoever worked under her. You know, and and that's, I I have to put a pin in where my message is going to talk about this. You know, we talk about work 
and we talk about the chaos that exists. And you might not like your coworker, they might not be your favorite person, but if you are not under a fair leader, chaos will always exist. Sometimes the the leader doesn't really and truly step into the position. If the position is to lead and you are not directed by a leader, it's going to be mess everywhere, especially if the person that has this title is messy. You just trying to make your paper. You know, a lot of us have huge responsibilities. So work is how we, we make that money. But I know if you all were like me, Pulling up in the parking lot, you instantly started feeling sick. You know, it gets to the point where when you see the supervisor's car not there, oh my God, that's like an internal celebration. Or not even a supervisor. If somebody that you're working next to, if they call off, you like, oh good, hell yes. I can run it how I want to without they ass, you know? So... We began to talk about that, right? And I was telling her about my experience. So in this experience, um, it left me kind of torn between, you know, making my paper and holding my dignity. And that's kind of hard. I know some people think that you can do both, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you have to choose Sometimes you have to choose your red pill or blue pill, you know? Do you go to work, suck it up, try to tune it out, or do you choose you? Do you choose you? Do you just say, you know what? It has to be better than this. Because when your supervisor is your bully, they do not have your back. They have found somebody who they believe that they can run over and that's their job. Oh, Keisha's at work. Now I can fuck with her. Can't really fuck with everybody else because they didn't snapped on me or, you know, they intimidate me. But I'm going to go with Keisha who comes to work to just work. But since I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I'm just going to assert, you know, the bulliness of it all. You know, I'm going to be a jerk. So, like I said, me and the young lady, we got to chatting and there was like this epiphany that happened and it left me with feeling like I need to pass this word around. She said, do you think that maybe that person was your teacher? And I took a pause and I tilted my head because... I didn't think highly enough of that person to call him a teacher. I called them everything else but a teacher. But I had to take a minute and think, wow, you know, we learn lessons in life every day. Sometimes it's at the job. Sometimes that supervisor is there to pull the best out of you and you don't even realize it. You don't realize it because 
I believe you're in survival mode. Well, I know I was. Keisha, you got bills. You got things to do. Just take it. And I did not realize that when I walked away, I walked away with way more than what this person did. You see, (laughs) many of these, many of my listeners know my story. And I never use social media as a tool to express the things that I went through. But I'm going to use my platform to express what I went through and let you know that if you are going through this, it's greater later. You'll just, you'll just find your way. So here I go. Um, I'm not really too good with years. I probably blanked this out. But around 2021, uh-huh, I was hired at the Dean and Barbara White Community Center. A lot of people knew that, and a lot of people didn't. I was the first African-American rec supervisor, and I was hired, and I felt very proud of myself. Wow, I worked along some great people. When I got there, you know, it, it was brand new. For you all that live in Maryville, you'll know you, you have been wanting this community center for a minute. So it was a big deal. But it had no direction. No direction. So I would come to work, and they had me coming in in the morning. First thing that threw me off is I always had to watch the front desk, and we had a front desk assistant or supervisor, I'm sorry. She was cool. The thing is, I got there before she did. So I was opening at like six in the morning. It's just shit that just didn't make sense to me because how am I a rec supervisor and I'm getting there at six in the morning, getting the keys, unlocking the doors, doing it all. But it's the front desk supervisor that gets there at eight. I'm over recreation. Makes no sense, right? So, you know, in my mind, I kept trying to block it out because we were in the middle of a pandemic and I just really wanted to kind of get out, remain working, you know, keep my head on straight. That wasn't the case. The case was they ended up very close you know the people that were hired in there man they were close and they hired this guy now I'm not mentioning names I won't and it's not to protect the innocent but there was this guy and um, he made his mission to start harassing me see the thing is I mentioned I was the only female in this position. So I worked alongside some great guys. Like, I mean, they knew they shit, you know, Um, and they really and truly stayed on top of sports and all that. I ain't know much about sports. I went in with the mentality of let me plan events. Let me get things going. So I started planning 
calendars and all that as soon as I was hired. I was like, okay, I was hired in March and I was already like making plans for the 4th of July, like what we could do. That's not what they wanted. That's not what that supervisor wanted. So the first thing he did is he called all the rec supervisors in his office and he said he wanted some calendars, just nothing permanent, just to see what direction we were going in. I said, okay, gotcha. So I submitted like all these ideas, you know? Keep in mind, he said that none of them had to be taken seriously. He just wanted some direction so he can show his supervisor. So I had all these ideas. Keep in mind, I like I said, I, I, I was hired in March, so I had Mother Day's ideas, and that's in May. I had, like I said, Fourth of July ideas, just the, the whole shebang. And he looked at it, and he saw one idea. He was like, I mean, how is that going to happen? And he began to laugh. And he laughed around the rest of the supervisors who were not laughing. He turned the computer screen around to one of the other uh, supervisors and said, ha, I mean, look at this. And I felt humiliated. I literally felt myself shrinking because I was like, how unprofessional are you? This was a dope-ass idea, but if you are not dope, okay, I'm sorry, I just got to call you out. If your supervisor is not dope and they couldn't get the concept, that falls on them. Nobody else saw a problem with it, including me. The harassment continued. He would ask me to um, move wrestling mats and he would wait till I was by myself and when I requested help he wouldn't help me and he made sure nobody else helped me so here I was just dragging wrestling mats then it became an issue with putting up the what is it the the soccer (laughs) that wasn't soccer I want to say it was uh, volleyball yeah volleyball equipment now with the volleyball equipment that shit's heavy I am 5'3 those poles were taller than me but yet again he made sure that nobody would help me nobody but I had my supervisor homeboy he began to start setting up for me you know supervisor didn't like that it was he pretty much harassed me to the point that I I felt sick. I'm like, wait, I'm just trying to get money. So I collected enough evidence and I told the director of the Dean and Barbara White Center. She's a female. So if you guys Google, you may see her name. In my mind, I thought this woman knows what it's like to work in primarily a male-dominating business. I know she'll look at this situation and say, oh, hell no, not on my watch. She did the opposite. I went in there with all this proof. She even mentioned that she saw certain things on surveillance camera. It was witnesses that came to her 
and told her, hey, look, I think that he's fucking with her. This is not hearsay. This is all flat out the truth. So when I sat in there and I had a meeting with her, her response after I poured my heart out was, well, I don't believe that happened. After she told me she's seen the shit on surveillance camera, she went on to say that she hired diverse people and all these other things. And I'm sitting there like, okay, so what's going to happen? She said, I know what I'll do. You're so great with people. I'm going to take you off the supervisor's schedule and put you on front desk. I instantly said, hold up. What does that mean? That's not what I applied for. I didn't apply to sit at the front desk. When you know me, you know I don't deal with people like that. I'm cool, but I, I never wanted to be at that front desk. If I wanted the front desk, I would have applied for the front desk. Instantly, what began to happen before my eyes was I was getting demoted. Not protected. My job title was getting stripped right in front of me just because I came to her and said, this man is harassing me. Let's not get into the bruises that I had holding those poles up pretty much by myself. The harassment continued. Sometimes it was in front of potential people that wanted to rent out the halls. They would come to me. So, however, I asked her again several times, what's going on? She said, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. So I got to the front desk and instantly they would just put me on the new schedule to be the front desk. So how did I fall so quickly? These are teachable moments. So I remember praying heavily. You know, I went in there really meek, trying to keep my job. But inside, I needed to find my voice. This is where that teachable moment comes from. Because the next thing I know, she called me. And I closed up. I always closed up the building. I always made sure the building was was nice and locked. But they didn't have the strongest doors. These doors, the building was dope, but the doors is where I believe they got flimsy with. And the doors always was setting off in the middle of the night. This then supervisor or director was always getting called when alarms went off. I got off at nine o'clock and I made sure all the doors was locked. By 10 or going close to 10, she called me in a fit of rage. Now, she didn't know I was up the street grabbing a bite to eat. She called me in a fit of rage, demanding that I go back up there and lock those doors. I begged her. I was very calm. I said, please check the surveillance. I locked up. She was so pissed that I asked her to repeat herself. I wish I would have recorded her. 
However, and you know what? <laughs> Maybe I did record her, but whatever the situation is, she called back and she was a little calm. She said, don't worry about it, Keisha. You know, it's all figured out. And she, I said, can you repeat that? I was in a loud environment. She went off again. This is it, Keisha. This is it. So you protect the man that's harassing me and everybody sees it. I report his harassment. You protect that. And now you coming after me. After I tell you, just check the videos. You should be able to do that from home. If you get in a phone call that the building is, the alarm is going off an hour after I leave, you need to check. So guess what? I roll up there. It's pushing on midnight at this point. When I get there, the maintenance guy, good guy, good guy, he said, he wasn't nothing wrong with these doors. He said when he got there, it was cops already there. They pulled the doors. The doors were locked. But you want to know what shifted the doors? The wind. The wind. It wasn't me. So I went against the town of Maryville after I walked. It was me versus Maryville. And this is the Dean and Barbara White Center. But while I was going through all of that, through the tears, through the tossing and turning, some of the councilmen called me personally offering it back. And I thought about it. What, where, where would that get me? If I got my voice and I prayed to use it, I'm going to do it. And I never thought about that man that harassed me and that director who did not protect me. She didn't do her job. I didn't think of them as teachers. I had so much pent up aggression towards them. When you are trying to work, when you're trying to stay out the mix, and this happens. So maybe this title won't be called the leaders of the new school, but maybe it'll be called your teachable moments. Listen, you can find your teachable moments in anywhere. And it comes from the most unsuspecting people, places, and things. When you go to work, sometimes you don't think that those people that's making it hard for you is pulling something out of you. All you see is the bad happening. When they walk into a room, all you feel is, okay, here they come. I got to go to battle. But maybe after you digest everything, you think, what did that teach me? What am I supposed to get out of it? What I got out of it is that I'm not scared anymore for my voice to be heard anywhere. 
there have been jobs after that where I definitely walked in and was like, no, not happening. That was not me before I walked into that place because I was trying to keep something. But I wasn't trying to learn anything. I was just happy to have a job during the pandemic. And it made me happy to have that title. I was stuck to that. But before I go, what has been your teachable moment on the workplace? When has it been that moment where you said, you know what? Uh Uh-uh. It got to be better than this. Especially when you're working under somebody who's who gets intimidated easily. You know, what has been your teachable moment? And if you at a job that you feel in the heat, what is it that you do where you can learn from it, where you can get what you need to get and walk into the next journey of your life? Because there's other chapters there. I'm not encouraging anybody to just walk off of a job, but I am asking you to do like that young lady told me. Recognize that these are your teachers. And it's something that you have to get out of it. It's going to hurt. You may not learn the first time. It definitely hurt me. It definitely hurt me. I sat in a room full of councilmen and their lawyer. And I bust out crying because it didn't even have to get to this point. Anybody who knows me know I have many years of experience. And a lot of those people that walked inside that community center remembered me from the years that I put into my job beforehand. They had somebody who was coming to work. But I was coming to learn. I was coming to be taught, and I didn't even know it. So, this has been a wonderful time for me to vent off and tell my story, and I hope that you can get something out of it too. If nothing more, stand in your power. Stand in your power. They might be your supervisor. They might be your co-worker. They might have a, a, a more aggress- aggressive tone than you. But you are there to stand in your power. And when your time is up, walk the fuck off. But not before you turn some things out. Because at the end of this story, I will tell you, the very same people that did something to me, they are not there. Walk in there. You won't find them. So guess who won? Me. Y'all have a good one. You are so right. As far as standing in your power. I'm going to try my best not to forget that one. I like that one. I've had similar experiences. Some had to do with jobs. Some 
didn't have to do with jobs. But people do try to take advantage because you're nice. And when you're nice to people, they think it's a weakness until you start clapping back. And then they think you're crazy. No, not crazy. As you say, standing in my power. All right, have a good one.